listening to the Self-Made Bay podcast with your co-hosts, Danny Fountain and Lola Gilbert, who dive deep into the psychology and strategy of starting a business. Here is the place where we get real with you, talk about the gritty parts of business that make us cry, and cut out the bullshit. We're ready to talk about how the hell we handle the day-to-day when life gets hard. Take our hands, join in conversation, and get real support as you build your empire. Because you're a self-made babe. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feeds or iTunes. You can also follow us on Instagram at selfmadebabepodcast. All links are in the show notes. Now, let's get into the show. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of The Self-Made Babe with your hosts, Lola and Danny. Today, we have Stacy and Jamie Green on the show. Stacy and Jamie are twins that own two separate businesses, wild and crazy, I know. Jamie is the founder of J. Lee Photography, which was created after 10 plus years of waiting to pursue a creative passion. Stacy is a copywriter and calligrapher focused on reinforcing brand stories and highlighting the history and passion behind creative entrepreneurs' work. Welcome to the show, ladies. We're so excited to have you. Hi. Hi, Lola and Danny. It's so great to be with y'all tonight. We are so excited. This is our first episode with two businesses on the show, and it makes it even better that you guys are twins. So get ready to hear all about that, listeners. Okay, let's kick it off with the best question, which is what do each of you do and who started their business first? (laughs) Personally, I would say that Jamie started her business first. So I think that she can expand upon that first and then I can talk about myself. So hi, I'm Jamie, I'm of Jaylee Photography. Um, like Danny said, I started, I've been waiting to start this passion of mine for 10 plus years. Uh, when I graduated high school back in 2006, I was actually supposed to go to the Savannah College of Art and Design, and I backed out at the last second, and because I thought I couldn't develop a career off of uh, my passion photography, so I went the traditional university route, and here I am 10 years later trying to delve deeper into my passion and I'm really excited about it. Okay, so hi everyone, I'm Stacy, and I have always been a huge nerd, like a huge lover of words. And so that started when I was young and I used to escape my father yelling and read books in my closet. And so from there, it just kind of developed into a lifelong love of just reading and writing and then realizing that someone told me one day you have really nice handwriting you should start working on that as a hobby and so i started working as a hobby just doing some hand lettering and then someone said you should try calligraphy and i said i don't know what that is so i started i got a ten dollar calligraphy kit from michael's and i went at it and said okay ink and nibs are really cool i want to try this again and so went on to Paper Ink Arts, ordered some nicer stuff, and now here we are. I love that. And both of you guys still have day jobs, right? Tell us about that. Correct. So I work full-time in communications and events, which really um, speaks to my, my love of just hospitality. Um, 
I like to think and I like to think what other people say about me is true um, of just having a servant heart. And so I love serving people and that's really what I like to do through my side business. And um, I spoke with a friend recently and she asked me how it was going and I said, I think it's going really well. You know, um, it being a side on the side, I just want, I want it to be a side for a while. You know, I don't want to ever lose that that heart and passion to just not look at it like it's a job, but look at it as an opportunity to serve uh, creative friends of mine. I love that. And I think that so many people like rush through that process. Me being one of them, I really wanted to get out of my day job um, because my heart was so much into my part-time hustle. I just didn't feel like I have time for it, but it seems like your day job is something that still fuels you so much. It makes you so happy um, that I think that a lot of people out there don't realize you don't necessarily have to make the choice right away. Like you can enjoy both and fulfill your soul with both as long as it's working, as long as it's working well for you. What about, you? What about you, Jamie? <laughs> Um, so that's kind of, that's kind of how I feel with my job, even though my job isn't as per- person, um, personally fulfilling as Stacy's is like, I'm definitely blessed to have it. My family come, I work, I actually work for an insurance company. Uh, both my parents have been in the insurance industry for 20 plus years. So we've been super blessed to, you know, just to have that you know, stable income. I know sometimes for most entrepreneurs, it's not as stable. It can, you know, can fluctuate up and down a lot, but um, I'm actually quite blessed to be able to work in, a, in an industry where I always know I'm going to be getting a paycheck. And like Lolo was saying before, you know, try, having that balance, you know, making your full-time job work with your part-time hustle, you know, that's something that I had, that I would, that I actually, you know, been thinking about for 10 plus years and here I am, you know, actually trying to make it work. So I'm really excited to see where the next uh, couple of years takes me. I love that. So both of you guys are focusing on different things. Jamie with the photography and Stacy with the copywriting and calligraphy. Have you guys been able to teach each other things in this new journey of entrepreneurship? Or has it been a lot of learning online? Because you have the unique opportunity of living with another newbie entrepreneur. So talk about that. So for me, I've actually asked Stacy to like look at some of my calligraphy attempts. And <laughs> let me tell you, it's been awful. But, you know, luckily, I mean, she's my sister. You know, she has this kind heart. And she'll be like, oh, no, it'll just keep getting better at practice. And I'm looking down at my paper, and I'm like, this is not getting better with practice. She's <laughs> definitely blessed with that, with that gift. And um, I'm sure she can tell you about her, her stab at photography. Uh, pretty much the same. I have zero eye for photography. I think that I take good pictures, and then 99% of the time, they're blurry, out of focus, <laughs> or someone's head is not where it's supposed to be. So, you know, I've, I've tried, you know, doing the whole flat lay thing before, and I don't know how to, I don't know how to put objects where they are. Like, I think I can take a wine glass and put it somewhere next to a phone, and I think it'll look great, and then Jamie will come in and be like, why don't we add this piece of little desktop ornament instead and yeah so it's been really it's been really neat to just kind of 
learn and develop and grow with each other. Um, especially, you know, having this best friend, sister, business, best friend, we really get to help each other out. And I think we get to help um, each other's like creative friends out too, you know. That is awesome. What do you think as you guys have both been getting started? Obviously, um, we met at the Creative at Heart conference. So obviously you're taking the time to invest in your own education. Um, what do you think has been your biggest struggle getting started? For me, it's been finding my target market. As a photographer, there are so many different um, niches you can get into like boudoir, families, weddings, engagements, anniversaries, newborns, maternity. For me, it's definitely, you know, deciding on which target audience I want to go into and, you know, just delving deeper into that. I think for me, starting off, it's really been looking at a, looking at a market that you think is just so oversaturated and then coming to terms with the fact that it's not because you offer a unique position in business, a unique offering to your clientele that no one else does. And, you know, you're going to be someone's perfect photographer, copywriter, calligrapher, and you're not going to be someone else's, which is great for me because like, I want to serve the people that um, are going to appreciate my work, but also like, I want to serve the people who are going to be excited and have the same heart and passion that I have for serving them. That's such a good answer. I think in both cases, those are pretty, um, pretty common early business struggles, but it sounds like you both are finding awesome ways to go ahead and um, find the right solutions. So I'm going to toss it over to Lola now so we can start toss talking about all that interpersonal good stuff. <laughs> I promise I'm not as scary as it sounds. <laughs> So I have a couple of questions for you guys. I've been over here jotting down notes because I'm just so in love with both of your journeys. And I think it's so, it's so different than what we get to talk to um, the women that we get to talk to so often. So initially I'm really gravitating towards Jamie because I'm a photographer. Um, so um, your struggles and your, um, your journey like resonates with me personally. Um, so I know you said that you're having a hard time with um, target audience and, and, and finding your niche. And I, I want to encourage you first off to know that you don't necessarily have to know right away. I'm not sure if you're putting that pressure on yourself or not. Um, but it's so super common um, for photographers just to shoot a little bit of everything until something sets your soul on fire because I was shooting everything and when I mean everything I mean everything like birthday parties like stupid shit that like who does that <laughs> right um and then I found boudoir and I was like this is it like seeing a client come in and the transformation they make in just an hour and the fact that they barely want to take their shirt off and at the end they're walking around the studio butt naked and you know they're they're in love with themselves again you know what i mean that's what set my soul on fire but maybe for you it's a bride and a groom or a bride and a bride or grooming groom or maybe for you it's newborn it's birth whatever it is i just want to encourage you to wait for that thing don't necessarily look for the thing that's going to make you the most money or the thing that's easiest because mm -hmm. burnout is real and if you don't love it you're going to be done um so 
So do you feel like there's anything that you're, that's pulling at your heart now? Um, actually, one of my, I was talking to a couple of local photographers who, you know, already, who are already established, they have their own business, mm-hmm. who are in the wedding ish, wedding industry. Mm-hmm. They've recently started shooting a lot of boudoir, so this mm-hmm. is perfect. Yeah. Um, and I've asked them, you know, like, how, like, how did you even, like, get started? How did you, how did you even look into that? And they're like, honestly, we just had a friend who, you know, wanted to, who wanted to, um, you know, take some, you know, to be honest, they just wanted to take some sexy pictures for their right. boyfriends yeah. so, yeah. or their partner. Mm-hmm. So, um, luckily, I've been, uh, have, have, I have the opportunity, I have a couple girlfriends who are willing to do that for me, so I'm excited right. to that set up, because I'm, I'm constantly looking at um, boudoir images through different people's, like, Instagram profiles or their Facebook pages and it's like and I love and I've actually assisted a local boudoir photographer on one of her shoots oh that's and awesome you, and you are you are exact you are correct when you seeing that girl walk in she's super nervous she's mm-hmm. you know, really covered she doesn't really know what to do with her body and then when she left she told us she's like I've never felt more sassy in my life right and just seeing that yeah seeing that transformation of empowerment I mean that is like what really drew me in. So I'm mm-hmm. really excited to start to. And the great thing is if you're already shooting weddings, um, it's really easy to, to put boudoir in there because oftentimes brides are looking for that as a gift. Um, so it's really easy to kind of um, work with those clients on, and just kind of take baby steps into boudoir um, mm-hmm. instead of necessarily looking for a whole other niche. Like if people already know you for weddings and maybe mm-hmm. that, I'm not sure if that's your situation or not, but it's super easy easy to kind of be like, oh, well, for my brides, I'm offering a complimentary. And so it seems like they're getting a lot of value, but it's a lot of good practice for you. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, so I don't want to leave Stacy out. <laughs> it's just, I could talk about photography all day. Um, but Stacy, I want to know how you are feeling about, cause you had mentioned a little bit about how um, calligraphy can be a little saturated, right? There's a lot of calligraphers out there. How are you dealing with that inside? Like, I know you on the outside, you're like, I'm different. You know, I, I have a good approach. I connect with my audience, which is awesome. But how are you, how are you dealing with that? Um, that kind of the, the pull out there? Um, I'm not going to lie. Half the time, I think maybe I should just stop. Um, you know, there's a lot of other calligraphers out there. They've been doing a lot longer than me. And, you know, I'm just one person in a sea of many. But then I think about how the people that I have serve, you know, if I wasn't there, they wouldn't have found their calligrapher. They wouldn't have found, you know, their copywriter that worked best for them. And I think, too, is just I'm, I'm a very much a relational person. And so when I get to connect with the people that I serve or work with, it's more than just a business transaction for me. It's, it's me being able to put a little piece of my heart into helping their business be something that they're proud of. Right. And that's kind of the thing that I just wanted to, to reach out on. Cause I know that you touched on it briefly about saturation um, and those types of things earlier. And I know that a lot of our, the babes that are listening are having that same exact feeling, those feelings like, have I done, have I started too late? Is there already too many mm-hmm. people out there? Right. That's a really common one. Like what, what's the point? Um, or feeling like, um, 
like you said, like they can't, maybe they are feeling like they can't, they don't have a customer base to serve. You know what I mean? So I just wanted to touch on basically the overall statement that we all have those feelings that even if you're looking at the most successful person, the person with the most followers on Instagram, those numbers are imaginary. Like they don't mean much. They're called vanity numbers for a reason. And, um, so yeah, I just wanted to touch on that feeling and, and, and kind of get to that, um, that point that, that we're all feeling that. And even though you started out the conversation saying that you are really, um, you're feeling kind of confident in your, um, in your business right now, I knew that, that it was in there because that saturation is, it can be hard for all of us. And then lastly, I have a question for both of you. I want to know about the competition. I want to know, are you talking to each other about numbers? Are you talking to each other about sales? Are you having competitions? How, what does that work? I think for me, it's if I told my sister, oh, I just um, signed a new client. I think that this client is going to be really good. I think her business is going to blossom for me being able to work with her. I think it really encourages Jamie. And the same for me, like if I hear that she's shooting um, a portrait session or she's shooting an engagement session, that, that's, that's exciting for me because it's a way for me to celebrate her passion and her heart for what she does. And for me to maybe attempt to pick up a camera again and try and shoot a flat way that (laughs) may or may not work out well. So people would think that products were a lot harder, but they're actually, I mean, a lot easier, but they're actually a lot harder to shoot than people because you don't have the emotion to like take away from any imperfections or connection in eyes or anything like that. It's just a piece of paper. Like Mm -hmm. it's a lot harder than you think it would be. What about you, Jamie? I can definitely agree with you on that, Lola. Flat ways are hard because mm-hmm. I'm just like, how do I strategically position this so it looks like I that I didn't do it on purpose, but I actually <laughs> did do it on purpose. Right. So yeah. Yeah, they're really but, hard. But in regards to you know the competition, you know, like Stacy said, when she gets a client, you know, I'm 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 here in person rooting for her. I'm here in person, you know, cheering her on. I'm here in person, you know, being able to tell her, you know, that's really fucking awesome. Congrats, you know. Mm-hmm. And same thing for her. Same thing for me when I land a new client or someone books with me who wants, you know, to just you know go out and take some awesome pictures. You know, she's here for me and she's you know cheering me on because. I get, I struggle with like, um, anxiety. So whenever I actually do get that client and I'm getting ready to go out and shoot, I like have this like wave of self doubt and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I can't do this. I should go cancel all of them. And she's like, no, <laughs> go do it. You have a gift. And yeah. then they come back and they're, I mean, luckily, and like, luckily they've always been, you know, dude, you're so awesome. Thank you so much. So yeah. <laughs> It's, Good. It's, it's, Those are exactly the answers yeah. that I wanted to hear from you guys. I think it's so, so important that we're lifting each other's up, whether we're twins or me and Danny live, you know, so many thousand miles away. Like, it's so important that we're just saying good for you, you know, like mm-hmm. we can't do it by ourselves. So Danny, what else you got for us, girl? So bringing it back to the business side of things, when you guys are working on different pieces of your business, like blogging or social media or planning out your content for the month, do you find that working together and riffing off of one another helps you come up with more ideas? Or do you guys prefer to work alone? I, for me, because I'm still struggling to find that daily content, I I know Stacy um, engages more in the social media than I do. I, I personally like, I personally don't like to 
um, be in the same room with her on that. She's like, yes, let's do this this day and punch this out this day. I'm just sitting here staring at a blank computer. So it <laughs> really work out in the best interest in the best interest for me. So <laughs> no, that makes sense. Sometimes it can be hard to figure out content when you have um, another person floating ideas, and then sometimes it can be easier. It all kind of just depends on your work style. Definitely. What about you, Stacy? For me, I mean, it works out well in my favor because it just acts as like a sounding board. So when I when I say things out loud, I'm, you know, if I say it out loud, sometimes I'm like, oh, man, that's not such a good idea. Or if I say it out loud, I'm like, that's a really great idea. We're going to run with it. Um, so, yeah, I, I guess it works out for me. And sometimes it doesn't work out for her. But I think that sometimes she's able to take some ideas from me, too. So. What about in terms of building your businesses? Because I know, Jamie, you're still working on a website, right? And Stacy, you just finished your website. Um, do you guys like pool together resources to get those things up? Or do you really run your businesses as two separate ships? Um, for me, since I'm still in the process of building my brand and building my website, I've definitely reached out to her and asked her, like, oh, who did you use for this? Or, like, who did you look for, like, a logo? Where did you look for logo inspiration? Or, you know, where did you look for this? Because um, she definitely has a good eye for that. And, um, but yeah, and, you know, since I'm still in, like, the building process, she's been a great resource for me. I keep seeing that, you know, that GIF, GIF, whatever, of the two uh, women where she's pulling this one up and then this one turns around and pulls this one up. I feel like that's your business. Like that. it ebbs and flows between the two of you. And depending on who's um, in a better position at the time, they're like giving support and then it flips. Does it kind of feel the same way to you guys? Like it's kind of this equilibrium that you're kind of bouncing back and forth between who is being the supporter and who's doing the supporting. Definitely. Yeah, I love that. Uh, okay, so now we've talked about all of the awesome things about having a twin and being able to um, like bounce ideas off of one another. I have one last question for you guys before we start to wrap things up. Um, I'd like both of you to kind of think about 30, 60, and 90 day goals from here. Uh, what things that you kind of want to be um, have accomplished and set in place and everything from there because we'd love to check back in with you in 90 days and see how those goals turned out so if you guys want to each throw some goals out here we can help hold you accountable uh, I'm more of like a big picture bring it back into the little picture so I'd say 90 days from now I would definitely like to start blogging I have blogged on and off for seven eight years but never consistently with, alongside of the business. And so now that I have this business and trying to blog at the same time with a full-time job, it's been really difficult. And so I think 90 days from now, I'd like to really just have a plan set in place to start a blog. I love that. Plan it out, get everything in place, maybe pre-draft a couple posts so that 90 days from now you can launch a blog with a couple posts and keep it going. I love that. Absolutely. So for me, um, 90 days out, I'm going to have a website. Yes! I've started building it on my own and it's really hard but <laughs> putting everything together but no 90 days that is my definite goal I definitely want to have my website up up and running 
And then by 90 days, I hope to have my first blog post out. Love it. Launch the blog and the website side by side. And the nice thing is that that blog post can be like, here's my brand. Here's why. Mm -hmm. So it won't be hard to come up with the content for that first post. So for all of the listeners listening along, where can they find you online if they want to follow up with you guys and keep in touch? So for me, um, Instagram is the best way to get into contact. You can find me on Instagram at Stacy Green underscore Stacy as S-T-A-C-E-Y and then Green with his E at the end. Um, same thing for me, um, for Janie. You can find me on Instagram at Lee underscore photography. That's the, that's the most engagement I have. I do have a Facebook profile, Facebook page profile, but um, I haven't started u- utilizing that uh, social media tool yet. And I love that. On Instagram are gorgeous. So make sure to go follow and like along um, all of their pictures because I've been looking at them for like the past few hours as I've been prepping. <laughs> and I'm like, so pretty. <laughs> you. Yes. Uh, You're welcome. And listeners, we'll be sure to update the show notes um, as mm-hmm. soon as Jamie's website goes live so that you will have links to that as well. And of course, Stacey's will be in the show notes when this episode goes live. Thank you so much, ladies. It's been a pleasure having you on and we will be in touch.